Can we just all agree on something tonight? That parent-teacher conferences are from the devil. And see, you guys don't really understand this, but like back in the day, you used to have to sit right outside the classroom. There would be like these two awkward chairs right there, and I would have to sit out there. And for me, this always meant one thing, that I was getting into trouble. And it was, and it was always such a bad setup because my sisters were like angels. They always did everything right, and I was that kid that was always in trouble. And so I knew when it was parent-teacher conference time that I was going to get a beating, that I was going to get some stuff taken away, that it was the worst season for me whenever they came around. But I remember this one time when I was getting ready for a beating. I was ready to get in trouble um, in 11th grade, and my mom came home, and she didn't say anything. And and that was really odd, because this is normally where the screaming started. This is normally where my teachers told her how horrible I was. But she came home, and she started doing some other things, and I was like, Mom, how'd it go? Like, you know when you have to poke a bear sometimes just because you want to know what's going to happen? That was me in this moment, just kind of poking the bear to see what will happen. And no reaction from my mom. And she was like, no, it was good. And I was like, all my teachers said everything was good? And she was like, yeah, pretty much. She's like, in fact, your one teacher said that you're you're, kind of bad, but you're not as bad as this kid named Ben Schneider. And I was like, She's like, man, this teacher really hates this kid, Ben. Like, he was saying just some horrible things. Like, he's going to ride his dad's coattails for the rest of his life. Just like, just going in on Ben. I kind of felt bad for his mom. The next day I went to school, I was like, Ben, you are a lifesaver, bro. Thank you so much for getting me out of all that trouble. That same teacher who I ended up giving a really hard time, but Ben was way worse. For those of you guys that don't know who Ben is, he's one of my best friends. He does a lot of the retreats around here. Um, and, and we are just best buds. We got into a lot of trouble together in high school. But that teacher came around, and his daughter was coming to youth group, and I was the youth pastor. And he walked in, and I promise you, this is what happened. He saw me standing at the door, and he said, Jamie, get your clothes. We're going. Like I, he was there, like, ready to run out because they want nothing to do with my youth group, but that teacher had written off my friend Ben in a really big way. He didn't want anything to do with Ben. He didn't see much potential in him at all, and he couldn't have been more wrong. God is using that man in some really, really cool ways right now. God had an awesome plan and purpose for his life, but I think you and I do something really similar a lot too. I think we are really quick to write off people in our lives. Have you guys, you know, you never really met someone, but you heard all these different things about that person, and you kind of make a judgment about them based on what other people have told you and other things that you've heard, and you just think, man, that person just seems like the worst. And Like, how could anyone like them? How could you get along with that person? And then you end up meeting that person, and you're like, man, they're nothing like people said they were. See, because people are so quick to listen to what other people have to say. They are so quick to make judgments about other people. And you and I do it all the time. And you know who else we do it for is ourselves. We are so quick to write off ourselves. Some of you guys tonight just feel so insignificant. You feel like you wish you were as talented as someone else, or you feel like you wish that you were as good-looking or as smart or as good at sports as someone else. And because you don't have that checklist, you write yourself off. You've given up on yourself. Some of you guys are writing yourself off because of some of the things that you've been doing lately. Some patterns in your life. 
You just feel like that God can never use someone like you. Or maybe even deeper than that, that God could never love someone like you. And so some of you almost don't even care tonight. Some of you guys almost just feel like straight up giving up tonight. It, it's just been difficult. You've just written yourself off completely. You just feel like there is no hope for your future, that you are destined to be mediocre, that this is just your life going with the flow. Some of you are so ready to give up. My dog, Kylie, is convinced that she is going to catch a squirrel. Like, and she is just so determined. She just sits by our window all day long, and she is straight stalking. Like, she is ready to pounce on a squirrel. And it's really funny. She thinks that she can climb trees, and, and I love this. And I, and I encourage her to do it. And I know she can't do it, so I know that makes me kind of sick. But I'm like, you can do it. Get, and I'm talking to a dog, right? That's really normal. And so I'm, like, encouraging her to get up the tree, right? And she'll try. And once, I promise you, she almost climbed this tree. Like, I'm not even joking. I don't know how she did it, but she was so determined. But then after a while of trying, she gives up. And, man, that's just some of you guys tonight. You just said, I've tried to break out of the same pattern of sin in my life so many times. I've told God a million times that this is the last time that I do this. This is the last time that I'm going to come back on my knees and say, God, I'm never doing it again. I'm so sick of this pattern that I'm stuck in. Some of you guys are just really hurting tonight. And you just feel like that is your life. That this pattern of hurting is always going to be here. That you're always going to have to wrestle with this depression or this sadness that you have. And so you've just written yourself off. You feel like there is just no hope for you tonight. And you know, I think some of us think that God only uses or he only answers or only touches perfect people. Because if God used only perfect people, we'd still be waiting on him to use someone. I think you guys... Because you're so young in the stage of life that you're at now, you look at all these other people from the outside and it looks like they have it all together. It looks like they have all the answers and that their lives are so perfect. No, people are just really good at wearing masks. We're all broken on the inside. We're all hurting in different ways. We're all struggling in different ways tonight. But some people just like to pretend like they're not. And here's what I can promise you guys is that there has never been a perfect person that has ever gotten up on this stage before and preached the message or, or led worship. And I hope that you never feel like we pretend to be those people because I always want to be the first person that says that I'm in process and Jesus is still working on me and I still have broken parts to my life. And so we're all in this together. God isn't waiting for perfect people. He's just waiting for you to surrender yourself the way that you are tonight. Stop trying to pretend that you're someone that you're not. Let me ask you this. What do you do when the odds are stacked against you? Are you the kind of person that just runs in the corner and feels like giving up? Or do you have some fight within you? Do you feel like pushing back a little bit? See, I think some of you tonight just feel like giving up. You're ready just to go with the status quo. You're ready to give in with some of these things that have been bothering you, what other people have said about you, what other people have done to you. You're giving in to all these different things. But is there anyone in the room tonight that feels like fighting back a little bit, that feels like going against what you've been told your whole life? Because maybe, just maybe, God doesn't see things the way that we do. See, God 
value of you is so much different than people's value of you. God looks at the heart. See, we, we, we look at outside things. We look at people's appearance. We look at their talents. But God values the heart tonight. And he doesn't write off people that we write off. He's just beginning to start to work on some of the people that you have written off in your life. You feel like that you're done, that your potential is over, that you're a waste. But God is saying tonight, I'm just starting on you. And you can just have a little bit of faith tonight that God can do something really special and really awesome in your life, guys. The only person that can stop you is you. Do you know that tonight? The enemy can't stop you. He can't write you off. No friend in your life can write you off. No family member. It doesn't matter what anyone has said. No teacher, no matter what anyone has told you. The only one that can stop you is you. Because God's in your corner. And he's just waiting for you to believe truth tonight. But some of you have just so dug deep into the lies. And you're the one that's defeating yourself. But you feel like it's all these other outside circumstances, all these other things that are going on. It's not. It's you tonight that's believing those things. And that's the reason why you feel written off tonight. But God wants you to get a little bit of fight up in you tonight. He wants you to push a little bit deeper that there is purpose for your life. And so tonight we're going to read one of my favorite portions of Scripture just in Luke chapter 8. And this is what it says in verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house. Because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And so here's Jesus walking through the crowd, and this guy named Jairus comes up to him. He's like, yo, you've got to come to my house right now. My daughter is about to die. And Jesus is trying to make his way through the crowd. But there are just people all around him. He is just completely surrounded. Have you guys ever been in the city before when it is like Christmas time? It is just the absolute worst. You cannot move around at all. I was there a couple years ago and I did not like that feeling at all. And that's probably what Jesus felt is that you can't even move. There's people all around. There's people touching you. And it's just, it's just like madness for him right now. And he's walking through this crowd. And then this happens in verse 43. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. So this woman is in a really desperate place. This woman has been written off by everyone. She has spent every cent that she has. And now she is just broke. She is at rock bottom tonight. Physicians have written her off. Family members have written her off. You guys need to understand this about this woman. Is that because she had this discharge of blood, everyone saw her going through that and they looked at her situation and said that this woman has sin in her life. There is a reason why God is doing this to her. She has some kind of deep flaw. So not only was she not allowed to be uh, around um, friends and family, but she had to live with this guilt deep down that maybe that there is something wrong with me. Maybe I'm just a mistake. Maybe I'm not as good as everyone else. Maybe 
God wants me to be this way. See, she felt incurable. She felt like there was no hope and that she was completely lost. Have you guys ever felt incurable before? Have you ever felt there was just something about you that you wish was different? That you just wish that you could change? Like there was no hope for you? I mean, this woman had tried everything. She had went to every doctor. She had cried out so many times for breakthrough. And every turn around the way, she was met with disappointment. And I think some of you know what that's like. You've trusted friends before, but they've really hurt you. And you believe some of their lives, so you've written yourself off tonight. You just feel like a failure. You feel like a mistake. You feel like God should have never made you. Then some of you guys just feel like, you know, I'll probably just never be used by God. He, he doesn't really want me. I'll go to church. I'll do my thing. I'll sing the songs. But he can't really use me. That I'm just stuck in this cycle. This woman knows some of the feelings all too well that so many of you guys feel so deeply on a daily basis. Let's go to this next verse. Verse 44. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his, of his garment. Now, this was a big deal that she was willing to do this, guys. See, women back then couldn't just walk up to a man, especially someone like Jesus, who was considered a, a leader, and just touch him or grab onto him. That, that was considered completely inappropriate. And even worse, like we just said a couple minutes ago, the fact that she was willing to touch him when she was completely unclean by Bible standards, by the Jewish code during this time, was completely messed up. You couldn't go anywhere near a priest. So everything that she is doing right now is totally breaking the rules of the ways that things should be. If people knew this, she'd be written off even deeper for doing this. Because this was considered to be such a huge mistake by her. But then this is what the verse says. And immediately her discharge of blood ceased. It stopped. Everything that she had suffered from for so long in her life had ended in a second. The thing that she thought that she was never going to be able to get past was cured by just the touch of Jesus' garment. It's just so absolutely amazing. So guys, here's what you need to know, is that God's power excels where human limitation begins. This woman was at her most broken point in her life. Sometimes we need to become completely broken, completely desperate at rock bottom before we cry out to God, before we believe that maybe he could do the impossible in our lives. Some of you guys are real close to rock bottom tonight. Some of you have been suffering for a real long time. Are you willing to push through the crowd tonight? Are you getting desperate enough just to try and get close to Jesus? See, that's what it's going to take for some of you tonight. Some of you need to build up a little bit of courage and push through the crowd, no matter what people have said about you. See, some of you think that, that you have just been so written off, that you're such a failure, that you're such a mistake, 
that you could never go near someone like Jesus. But he's waiting for you tonight. He just wants you to grab a hold of him and find that healing, that breakthrough that you have waited for for so long. This is what Jesus says in verse 45. And Jesus said, who was it that touched me? See, Jesus knew that this touch was different. It's so interesting before, because we were saying that they were in a giant crowd and that there were people all around. So that means that there were constantly people who were bumping into Jesus. There were constantly people who were touching his garment. But only one got healed. But only one person in the crowd got what they truly needed from Jesus in that moment. Why was that? And and he knew exactly who it was that had touched him right then and there in that moment. But he wanted to see for himself. He wanted everyone to stop and realize what was happening right then and there in that moment. God was doing something special and he was trying to teach everyone around him. See, only one person had faith in that moment. It wasn't that she just reached out and grabbed it. It was that she reached out and grabbed it by faith. That she truly believed that things could be different with Jesus. See, there are millions of people that will come and surround Jesus. They will be close to Jesus. But there are very few who actually believe by faith that he can do the things that he says he can do. And you know what one of my greatest fears is? Is that we could be people that come and hang out and hear about Jesus and sing about Jesus and listen to messages about Jesus but never really get anything from him. All those other people were surrounded by him and didn't get anything. But one woman did because she was desperate enough and because she had the faith. Man, I want to have that kind of faith. I don't want to just be someone that comes around Jesus on a Sunday and on a Friday night but that believes that his power can truly move. I don't want to just be someone that's distracted by all the other things that are happening in my life, by all the other lies that the enemy is whispering to me in the current moment, or what other people have said about me, that I'm no good, or that I'm a failure. I want to believe Jesus at his word. And I know if I could just touch his garment, that things could be different. That's the faith that changes things. Are you at that point tonight? Are you so sick of the normal, of the same patterns that you've been living in, of believing what everyone else says about you? Are you desperate enough tonight to want a little bit more? Well, this woman was, and she got exactly what she needed. This is what it says in the next verse. When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surrounded you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive the power that has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, and declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him. And now she had been immediately healed. And so she must have been terrified because she has no idea how Jesus is going to react. She knows the rules. She knows the code. But Jesus does not meet her with any anger And at this point, she doesn't even know yet that he's going to act like that. She just wants to fall at his feet. She just wants to let him know how grateful that she is. This could have cost her everything. Do you get that? That this could have been 
the end of her life right here, according to the code. But instead, he gave her everything that she had wanted. And sometimes, going after Jesus will cost you something. And tonight, it may cost you guys some friends. It may cost you some of your freedom, so to speak, just to do different things. But if you are willing to give those things up, Jesus will give you everything that you truly want, that real peace that you want, that real hope, that real healing. All pleasure is found by his side. If you're willing to give up some of the sinful things and different patterns that you've been holding on to. And so this is what it says in verse 48. And this is his answer to her. And it is just so powerful. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So interesting to me. He doesn't say, because you touched me and I'm holy and I'm God, you are healed. He says, because you have faith in who I am. That you believe that I am the son of God. That's what made you well. And so some of you tonight maybe think, all right, Joey, this is really cool. This works really great for this woman because she was actually able to touch his garment. It was not about his garment. It was about her faith in what she couldn't see, but she chose to believe anyway. And will you choose to believe anyway tonight in the middle of your difficult circumstance, in the middle of of what you're going through. The same faith that led her to healing could lead to your healing tonight if you would just believe. And so, let me ask you guys this. Where's your faith at tonight? See, faith changes everything. You can be written off your whole life, but if you just have a tiny little mustard seed of faith tonight, it can make all the difference. It doesn't matter what anyone has said about you. What matters is what Jesus has said about you. And tonight he says that you are loved and that you are forgiven and that you are free. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. But you need to walk through it. You need to believe it tonight for yourself and take a hold of it. If all you have is faith, then you have more than enough tonight to get through whatever lies have been coming at you, no matter what people have told you, no matter what you think about yourself, no matter what you've done, if you just have faith enough to keep going towards Jesus, then you have more than enough. Everyone had given up on this woman. Friends, family, but she had a little bit of faith. And it made all the difference for her. The original portion of scripture that I wanted to look at tonight was Rahab. And for some of you guys know who Rahab was. She was a prostitute. And she ended up helping the Israelites who were going to go through Jericho. And she hid some spies. And because of that, God blessed her. Because she had a little bit of faith that she believed that their God was the one true God. She had faith even though she had a million reasons why to believe that she was written off by God. See, everyone had thought this woman was a failure. She had messed up so many times. She probably was so broken inside. But she had a little bit of faith. And that changed the complete destiny of her life. And so, guys, you need to know that faith changes everything. 
Can you believe when the odds are stacked against you? When everyone tells you that there is no hope, will you keep on believing? Will you keep on pushing? So that's what makes all the difference. When we look at these different people in Scripture, the ones that did amazing things, the odds were always stacked against them. Everyone else had always written them off. But you know what they did? They believed anyway. They kept pushing anyway. They took God at his word, and it changed everything. Guys, if there is still air in your lungs tonight, then God is not done with you. You are not a lost cause. No one can write you off. Because if you still have breath in your lungs, then God hasn't given up on you. And he's not done with you yet. So keep believing that that sin struggle can come to an end. That, that difficult thing that you are going through that makes you feel like that you were written off isn't truth. That there is breakthrough for you. Keep believing. Keep pushing. So many people give up right before their breakthrough. They hang on for so long. And it is about to change. And they give up. Don't be that person. Keep believing. God is who he says he is. And faith can change everything. And so here's the bottom line that I want you guys to get tonight. Is that if you have faith, you can't ever truly be written off. If you have faith, you can't ever be truly written off. It makes all the difference. And it changes everything. Can you believe in the middle of the madness tonight? If you do, your breakthrough is right around the corner. Let me pray for you guys. God, I thank you so much for everyone in this room tonight. And there are many different struggles represented in this room. Many different things that people are going through. And I, I just pray, Jesus, that you would help them in the middle of what they are going through. People that have been told their whole life that they're no good. People who have been told their whole life that they are a lost cause, that there is no hope for them. And my prayer tonight, God, is that you would break down those lies, those walls that they have put up, and that you would bring healing, and that you would bring life to those dead parts of them tonight, God. I pray, Jesus, that faith would rise up in this room tonight, God. That these just wouldn't be kids who are okay with giving in to the struggles that everyone else gives into, with doing the things that everyone else does in the world, God, that they would want you more than anything else in their lives. God, I pray that we wouldn't just be people that are around you, but people that really experience you. That people that know what it's like to see mountains move by faith. God, forgive us for just parts of ourselves where we've given up, where we believed that we are a lost cause. I pray tonight, God, that you would make all the difference, that you would change things, that you would break feelings even right now in hearts that think that things are still going to be the same, that you would pursue your children tonight, God. Thank you that we have an opportunity to touch your garment tonight. That we have a chance to experience you tonight, Jesus, just like that woman did, if we'll believe, even when everyone else is against us. 
you are for us.